Cultural Podcast Episode 60 listeners, how you doing? Ciao, thanks for tuning in. We are back. Uh, match day one of Serie A is officially done. We're going to review the events of this past weekend and look forward to uh, this coming weekend as Juve play Napoli. We have Azzurri fan Phil from Twitter on the pod, a uh, very notorious individual from the cultural community, so we're very excited to have had notorious him. Notorious potster. No- notorious villain, man. He's uh, he's uh, he's got he's got he's got haters. He's got fans. We're hoping uh, we're, we're we're fans though. We're two big fans, so. big time. Yeah, and we flowed really nicely, so definitely tune in for that. We're really happy to have had him on to talk uh, a lot about Napoli um, and uh, what we can expect of their season. Other things to discuss. Peppo gives his takes on his uh, first ever uh, game as a Fiorentina fan, lifelong Fiorentina fan, of course. Um, yeah, crazy first game to watch. Uh, Milan uh, new season, uh, same bullshit. Same shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, Conte, great first start. game. A lot of a lot of high scoring games over the weekend. So we'll uh, we'll kind of give you the breakdowns of uh, what we think, what we can expect going forward from a lot of the big teams, and of course our hero Arsenal's of the week jam packed this week. A lot of great uh, a lot of great stuff to get to. So enjoy, sit back, relax. We're back, baby. Let's go. Delle donne non mi fido, il corteggiamento è un rito, troppo spesso si finisce che una donna ti tradisce. E non mi importa se son bionde, non mi importa se son more, a me basta che siano tonde e disposte a far l'amore da bambino. Veramente fui cacciato dalla scuola perché la professoressa mi faceva molto gola quando facevo il militare, poi la moglie del tenente mi faceva le moine di una presa tra la gente, perciò bambine, se sono qui per te stasera, è una fortuna. Andiamo! Let's go, boys. How's it going, gentlemen? Doing great, Sam. Ah, I'm doing okay after after uh, the first round of Syria fixtures. I'm doing okay. Milan are back. Yeah, in Nick full, Gen- in full form. The voice of Nick Gentiletti. Uh, Ale van de Peppel, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. Uh, I just want to confirm I'm plugged in this time, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. We did not issue a disclaimer last time. Okay, wait. Is, is your mic on? Yeah, just tap it. Yeah, we good? Here we go. Okay. Yeah, we're yeah. good. We're good to go. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. I think I think we went like forty minutes last episode with uh, with you just kind of chiming in over over Nick and I's mics and. Uh, yeah, I know I have a history for talking low, but last week, just disclaimer, it was. Very, uh, I wasn't standing fifteen feet away from the mic. It was just uh, a little unplugging situation yeah. that we only realized. I wonder, I wonder whose fault that was. Well, I mean, if we, we we do call him producer Ale, but I've just I've just been I, I'm kind of control- producer Ale, yet I have no access to the controls. <laughs> so of, how uh, broken is control this control producer Ale who has no control over the computer? We just haven't S- shown Sam, him how to produce Sam. <laughs> Sam who records everything on his laptop, yet I'm the one doing almost all the setup stuff when I get here. Just broken. Just, just figure just out broken figure system. out that sudo- just figure out that sudo- system. <laughs> Broken system like VAR still is, eh? Yes. Yeah. Can oh, confirm. Fuck. Can't wait to get into that. Can confirm. Well, why don't we get into it? Sam and Adamo coming at you. Listeners, welcome to episode number 60 of The Cultural Podcast. Delighted to be back. It's our uh, third season that we've actually been covering. Second full season. Uh, and it's officially off uh, off, um, off the marks. Match day one has officially wrapped up a couple of days ago. We're coming at you a couple of days later than we normally would. Of course, we'd, re- we'd normally record sort of at the start of the week. What, and it's, a, it's a milestone right after. It's up 60, man. Yeah. Um, Let's do it. Yeah. Let's get it. I, I, I guess. You know, every every Every, every yeah, 10, bro. Every, 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 every one every should decade, be a milestone, to be honest. Every day is a good day. Bless up. We the best. Major key. Uh, 
I, fucking I, I like, cringe kids. I, I, I like. No, 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 no. I like. I like that flow. I was. I was hoping you would be able to carry it on. I was hoping you'd be able to carry it on. But uh, yes, yeah, so um, second full season covering Serie A now is officially off the mark. And uh, Ale, how do you find how, how's how's what's it like being a fan? What a great first game, huh? This league, this league, this league. Fiorentina three, Napoli four at uh, the Artemio Franchi. I've got to say, Fiorentina are looking good, man. Uh, yeah, a lot I of was, acquisitions over the summer. I was very we, impressed. There, there are a lot of players that we didn't even mention in the uh, kind of intro. Slash preview from last week. You guys got Eric Pulgar from was it Bologna? Bologna, yeah. Penalty specialist opened his account in the first uh, in his first uh, his first game for the club. Couple minutes in, looked like you guys had great momentum going right off the bat. Another ASOS model type. That Another guy. ASOS model. Pretty much anyone that has the uh, as the Nick, Nick proclaimed uh, turtleneck. Turtleneck. Yeah. Tat. So if you so if that's you have it. an arm tat like a full right. arm tat, that's a sleeve. That's right, you that. have it up your neck. Like uh, Chichiretti or like Carsdorp or like Pulgar, yeah. Then you got the turtle. Keep the garment, uh, the garment terminology flowing. You guys got me, you, you guys got Milan Badei back as well. Yeah, from uh, from Lazio on loan. So no, you, I think you guys have kind of incre- have definitely improved your depth. Just got Dalbert confirmed. Yeah, uh, yesterday. The Birag- yeah, so Biragi swapped over, which is a loss for you guys because yeah. uh, obviously, Biragi I mean, back. I mean, I mean, best left back in the world as we as we've as we've said, but I mean on on the real. Uh, he, he he was he was pretty solid for Fiorentina, but you know no no depth loss because tip for tat swap, Dalbert I think we can officially say was a bust for uh, for Inter, but um, no Fiorentina were looking great really exciting. Boateng got a great goal in this first game too. KPB yeah shortly after being subbed on yeah so but and and Rocco B Rocky B man was in the oh, crowd oh my god he was buzzing in the stands man, man when, we, was, when we scored the first goal. There's a grappa shot. Grappa shot right there, there right off when, the bat. When, uh, when we scored the first goal, the camera immediately just went to him. Oh, I love Man, it. Standing this up, hugging everyone around him, smiling. Not a finer sight. Just inject inject images of Rocco, Rocco Bicomiso walking around the Artemio Franchi with a, a purple American flag into my veins. Inject that into my veins. Grappa shots. Yeah, thanks Thanks for uh, taking Ali and I's water. Over yeah. Here. All right. Um, <laughs> I like the I like the effort though I like the effort but yeah th- what a game yeah uh, he was buzzing uh, Rocky B was buzzing Alan, why, don't, why don't we actually get your thoughts on the game itself because because again it was yeah. it was you, you were live texting us as it was happening and you were buzzing man yeah I couldn't well no he was not live texting us while it was happening no he was, no, he was live texting us two days after the fact <laughs> like it was <laughs> it were his live reactions after he successfully yeah. avoided the, the score for two full days which yeah. by the way we're gonna have to I don't know if you're gonna be able to do that if we're recording on Monday nights now so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to, yeah, you're it, was, gonna have to it was an exceptional Case. shape up kid but yeah, i'll try rea- reaction, um, reactions kind of takeaways yeah no well just to start because since i joined we we you know current theme that we talk about is that the city has a a different league from the premier league obviously but more for the playing style mm-hmm. so and what i've been hearing mostly is that it's a bit slower so i wasn't expecting anything uh crazy fast paced but this game j- was exactly what i was this league. hoping this, league, this league no this game was fantastic it was very very fast paced and I even live texted, or 48 hour later live texted, yeah. uh, the group saying, like, I wasn't even sure how Ribéry, who didn't start that game, was going to slot in. And mo- mainly I was concerned with the age because you know, the Fiorentina side were, were pretty young. Very young, yeah. Uh, and, man, we were buzzing all over the field, and it showed in the opening 15, 20 minutes. And, uh, yeah, no, I was just very impressed. L- little the- bar controversy, though, right? Yeah, oh, little, time. little. Mertens with the dive that that, yeah. that awarded Napoli that that penalty in the first half, uh, and then at the end of the game, um, Fiorentina were turned down a penalty when Ribéry. Oh, I was just just outside the box. Yeah, but yeah, very yeah, close. We were turned down a, a nice close. little tug. 
Um, yeah, so actually, as as the listeners will hear in the interview later with uh, Azuri fan Phil. Little yes. plug, yeah, yeah, sir. We got so him on the pod this week. Very excited about that. He'll be breaking down a little bit of that game and some other Napoli talk as we kind of we uh, we admitted a little bit of Napoli. Uh, some as we kind of got into it with him, we admitted some uh, some information, some very key information about Napoli's preseason last week. So to make up for it, we got uh, one of the more uh, notorious Napoli fans of uh, the cultural sphere on to join us. But yeah, um, anyway, that's so coming yeah, in a bit. So as he as he mentioned, the he was how do I now I'm gonna re re reword that we're gonna restart. He felt like the first penalty or the only penalty for Fiorentina was was justified or justifiable, but uh, I feel the other way. Kind of I would have leaned towards no penalty. Just that there's not much like both players are a bit tangled. You're, you're talking about the handball early on, yeah, right? The handball. I guess it kind of evens out, right? I, you know, I, it, was, it was a bit tough. It was, it was yeah, a tough call on you tough. guys. And a tough call against you the other way. Know, that's not how it should work, though. Yeah. You know. well, that's the point anyway. of VAR is so that it doesn't even out. That's the old way of refing. Anyway, so it's where right. like, the calls would even out by yeah. so bias one way than bias the other. It was, no. it was a close one. Uh, anyway, so it was given. We scored. But then, holy shit, uh, present around the f- you know close to halftime, we we get the sickest Dries Mertens dive I've uh, I've ever seen. 10 on 10. 10 Four. on 10. And honestly, when he, when he got the ball, so I... Honestly, I don't know the Fiorentina players yet well enough. So we had a defender sick in the fan, box, sick, sick fan, sickest sick, fan, sick one fan, week, yeah. one week long, biggest fan. Yeah, fuck. no one's been a bigger, a longer fan than me. R- Rocky, no one. You, you've been he, Rocky. I mean, hey, listen, listen, man. You and the owner have, have been a fan of the club for the same amount We're of time. Tight. It's true. One anyway, game, one game. So we had a defender down the box when he tried to block the uh, the cutback pass, and then right away I saw Dries Mertens running towards that direction. And I like just I had that feeling like I know what he's gonna do. He's gonna try to play it off as he's tripping over I think this it was player. Milinkovic. It might have been anyway. Anyway, so I, I immediately saw what he was trying to do. He pulled it off, biggest dive, and then biggest joke is that VAR wasn't even used That's for that. Like, like I don't get it. Don't we know. use it's used for a, a handball. You know, like a it could go one way, it could go the other. But then on something like this. It doesn't it, come out, and then the rest of the game, there were maybe two other chances that could have been used and didn't even it, wasn't even put to use. I truly do not understand what the point is. Insigne proceeds to convert the penalty, right? It, so that yeah, VAR in Italy is madness. It's the second year, right, that we have it. Third, bro. Third year, third year that we have third it. Actually, year. right, third year that we have it. And I've been watching, uh, you know, some early fixtures. We were early in, adopters in, in the Premier League where they've adapted VAR now. And you know, although there there have been some times where some fans anyway are upset, they haven't necessarily made any bad you know omissions or missed calls. They've just been calling everything really tightly, and kind of to VAR's own detriment. People are thinking in the Premier League, anyways, that like they're getting it too right, which is just a whole other debate. Yeah, but they've only had it for like three weeks, and like it seems to be working like very well. Like a a VAR check graphic pops up on the you know in the in stadium screen on your TV. Excuse me. Uh, what if there's some yeah. stadiums in Italy you know, don't even have the screen? Uh, right, and like you don't know what's going <laughs> on, and like you don't you don't know if something's being checked or not. Whereas from what I've seen on the EPL broadcasts, like the commentator, of the game is being like you know told in his ear what's going on. I so feel he's like able that's, to that's tell. still going on in Italy. It's just but it's not. But we don't know. The, the commentator has no clue. You know, like it's crazy. It's three years. It's the third year. It's been two full years. It's the they were, third they were year. early adopters, and they've officially uh, been early adopt yeah. early adopters. Ad- adapters of the technology, of, of, you know, adopting of the technology, and 
they're they seem to be behind a league that just adopted it you know three games ago like it's unreal like it's crazy yeah so but are uh, you surprised no no <laughs> not i not at all actually <laughs> like, you know to, to be I'm, honest when when i saw that it did not go to vr and in the first thought in my head and no disrespect to the league but i was like this league is so like primitive Backwards. backwards yeah yeah, yeah. i'm saying let's relax so much. let's relax for a second this can, this can happen in any league as much as we like to complain this can literally happen in any league that has var right now because right but what, the no, point no, is no, like it's no, not happening it's in so, yeah. no but, but but it did it did in the newcastle tottenham game but, the other day like where where, where there yeah, were because people were mad that they called a new rule that was no ma- look, yes look, the look. handball it's it's the right call. There's a difference between that's that. Not, that's not what I'm, talk, that's not what I'm talking about. And not being happy about Harry, it. Harry, and then, K- and Harry then Kane got taken down. VAR. Harry Kane got taken down by Lascelles in the Newcastle Tottenham game, and it didn't it didn't get awarded as a penalty. Uh, I think Mike Dean actually did check the the VAR tape there. But the, the point is, people are still complaining about about the way VAR works, and 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 like people people are still people are still mad about calls either way. The the thing is, the way that it works is like. The ref makes a decision on the field as he would have anyway before VAR was a thing. But then the only difference now is, yes, someone in his ear saying, I love, I love how we're still kind of all debating this. Like, no one knows with 100% certainty. Like, it's not written in stone anywhere. But it, it seems to me that there's a guy in a studio who's saying, hey, you may want to take a look at that. So the guy in the studio oh, nice. looks at the dive and says, I don't see anything wrong with that. Then he's Which at fault. Which is crazy. Now. Then he's at fault. So what I think is going to happen. Now, here's my prediction. I think one day we're going to start to, you know how like how a ref would have a bad game sometimes and the ref would get like ripped in the media. I think one day we're going to start finding out who these VAR guys are. Well, you do know who they are. That they're, they're it's disclosed. Yes, it is. It's 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 not it's not it's not uh, it's not some it's, it's uh, not like shady guy in a, a truck uh, outside the stadium. <laughs> private you know? information fucking it's yeah. it's, it's Luciano Monji just yeah, watching you know, watching the like, games. No, like their names are public information. That'd be unreal. That'd be unreal though. That wouldn't that wouldn't be that shocking though if City I didn't have that where they just like no, they don't reveal the names. They just it's being checked by someone. That'd you don't be know so who, sketchy. I mean, so, so no accountability. But like, yeah, they are they are publicly available. So I think what's going to wind up happening is people fans are going to f- wind up starting to do background checks on VAR guys, and they're going to say, "Oh, we got this fucking guy on VAR." God damn it! They're going to make they're going to connect. Yeah. The There's going to be a Twitter. Well, thread. it's usually ref- it's usually regular referees that end I'm up calling this uh, now being VAR in, in, th- in like the next five years. There's going to be a VAR ref who's going to be embroiled in a match fixing scandal. And there's going to be a Twitter thread where someone talks about all the different incidents. That he had, where he was refing a game where a call oh, yeah, didn't go. Sure. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But uh, anyway, yeah, so that left a sour taste because I, you know at least use VAR for uh, for both cases, not just one, and then leave it a mystery in the next. Uh, but yeah, no overall first experience, fantastic. Uh, despite the result, honestly, couldn't have asked for a better game to watch. Good. Uh, well, you could have seen a dub. I could have seen yeah. a dub. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. So aside from the final result, yeah. that, like. Really, really promising stuff to watch. It was very attack-minded, uh, but obviously, as a, as a consequence to that, we concede four as well. Yeah. So you know, something Trigovsky got lit up. Yeah, yeah. I gotta oh, say, man. Did, did not look good on that first one. No, he did at all. Not right at through all. his palms, he, yeah, like Got on both hands on it and still went through. Anyway, Yikes! But uh, but other than that, fantastic. Loved the uh, loved the experience and look forward to continue watching. Got thirty-seven more to go. So yeah. Um, why don't we on that note we mentioned we have Azuri fan Phil on the pod why don't we turn it over to Phil right now he'll uh, he'll, he'll we'll kind of break down uh, the Napoli perspective of things in that game and then look forward to a few other things going forward this season uh, so yeah here's Azuri fan Phil 
we are very delighted to have with us a very distinguished guest from Philadelphia. It is Phil, uh, aka Azuri fan Phil. You probably know him from Twitter at this point. As he as he said himself, you could just call me Phil from Philadelphia, uh, and everyone will probably know who I am. That's so that's how much clout. That's how much clout he has in the uh, in the cultural community. He's got BDE. Yeah, <laughs> right off right off the bat. Phil, welcome, welcome, Phil, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. I, I wouldn't say that necessarily everyone would would know me as Phil from Philadelphia, for better or worse, probably enough would though. <laughs> yeah, but okay. thank you guys for having me. One of the one of the uh, one of the most inflammatory commenters in uh, in in cal- on cultural Twitter <laughs> likes to stir the we'll pot. Agree on that. We'll agree on that. And you know, it, people take the bait, man. People take the bait. So yeah, again, uh, <laughs> so if, so if that wasn't clear, you could follow him on Twitter at Azuri Fan Phil. He's uh, Phil. You're a, you're a diehard Napoli fan. Have been uh, for 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 how long? How long have you been supporting the club, bud? Quite some time. Over over a decade now. Um, I really grew up with the Italian national team, though. Um, that's that's pretty much what I was raised on. Um, but yeah, I've been following Napoli for over a decade now, easily. So uh, as a new season beckons, we 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 had a, we have a few things that we kind of wanted to get to. We'll, we'll talk a little about the uh, the thrilling opening game between uh, Napoli and Alice Fiorentina. Phil, I don't know if you know uh, Alice is a diehard Fiorentina fan, so uh, little okay. uh, little, little curveball to throw at you right there. He's a little he's a little salty about uh, about the game on the weekend. He's been supporting Fiorentina for a very long time. Uh, How long, Pepple? How long? Been a, a long time fan. It's been about one week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Via via Twitter poll, yeah, he uh, he de- he's uh, he's decidedly uh, a Fiorentina fan. That was quite the eventful first game for him. It was, uh, Phil. You're because of the new owner. If I could ask, is it because of the new owner at all? Partly, I think uh, so. In in part, but mainly because I already had one of their kits that I bought over the summer, uh, purely to be a, hi- a football hipster because I like collecting <laughs> very obscure kits. Le, co- and le coq sportif, and the, what, what can I say? I mean, as we've been saying for months now, uh, the, uh, <laughs> as we've been saying, um, the cock fit. So we, we yeah. came up with the slogan. Yeah. We came up with the, we came up with their new slogan. That should be their slogan. <laughs> yeah. I hope you brought. Um, I hope you brought Sam back one that actually fits. Unlike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so you have been listening to us. Okay. Good. Um, but anyway, yeah. Look, Phil. So why don't, why don't we get your thoughts on that opening game? Because uh, Napoli beat Fiorentina four three at the Artemio Franchi. Very exciting game. Uh, you, you mentioned the new owner, Rocco Rocco B Comiso. We still don't know what the B stands for, but um, we we digress. Um, look, he, I mean, look. He, credit to him. He looks he looks to have put on. Uh, I mean, they, both teams put on a great show. He looks to have put out a pretty good team. Uh, a couple a couple of new acquisitions this summer. And, uh, yeah, no, it, it looked like a very great game between two exciting teams, but a little controversy. Just your thoughts on the game overall, how Napoli looked, especially. Yeah, I thought overall that we played pretty well. Uh, the start was pretty disastrous, to be honest with you. Um, I, I have to say that of all of the potential opening matches, that was one of the most difficult that we could have. Um, we haven't won at Fiorentina since 2014. Um wow. And I think everyone will remember a few seasons back um, when we had the infamous 3-0 loss. Um, so uh, not, not an easy place for us to play. And there's been a lot of excitement around Fiorentina, totally revamped, you know, after a disastrous season uh, for them. So it was always going to be a tough one. I'll be honest with you, going into the match, um, I, I had a feeling that we were going to draw. So to come away with... Uh, really a thrilling win is uh, is an achievement but we, we definitely did not have a good start and to concede three goals uh, 
uh, and really the way that we did, um, you know, the, the penalty, uh, which I, by the way, think was a justified penalty for Fiorentina. The first one. Uh, the handball. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't even know if I agree on that one. I thought it was a little contentious, but I mean, we, we yeah. appreciate we appreciate the intellectual honesty. Yeah, honestly, and uh, uh, and then I'm a big Alex Meret fan, but uh, I, I I think he could have done a lot better on the second goal. Then the third goal, uh, we were I guess a, a, a bit unlucky. It's a good shot. One, yeah, um, and 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 a bit of luck going off the post, but I'm glad that we were able to respond uh we've had some trouble scoring goals so to be able to um you know each time retake you know equalize and then retake the lead a few times is pretty big so overall I, i'd say that uh, I'm, I'm satisfied with the win but still some areas of improvement yeah well said correct geez that's that's better that's better like fucking post-game analysis tactical analysis than we than we've done in the with the, in the better part of two and a half seasons in a, yeah, in a year and a half <laughs> he's, he's coming he's coming to he's coming to take my job don't worry i'll throw in some inflammatory comments later there yeah. we go love it uh so phil i, I noticed you, you uh you mentioned that uh napoli've had trouble scoring goals and um herving lozano was just announced uh, a couple of days ago he scored 17 goals back-to-back years in the air dz and uh from 2017 2018 and 2018 2019 which i might add we didn't even mention on our last podcast so like this is we're having you on is, right is definitely is definitely going to be big to kind of get back to the graces of uh, not compensating yeah. for it yeah. <laughs> But uh, so my question for you is, um, you know, as we've uh, as we know, like in the footballing world, you know, uh, it often takes time for new uh, entrants to clubs to, you know, adapt to systems and to get into a team regularly. Um, How long, in your opinion, do you think it'll be until we see him regularly? And is there a possibility that he could potentially take Callejon's starting spot uh, at some point during the year on the right wing? Yeah, uh, I think he certainly ought to um you may or may not know i'm not the biggest guy on fan um he seems to have uh found his way into each manager's heart where he is just the consistent starter but right. coming into this season um it was made known that, that this is going to be his last season um so hopefully and i say this for for the sake of the team not because of some personal agenda hopefully that means that uh, he'll have a more reduced role, especially if we're bringing in someone like Lozano, right. who I, I think will be a great signing for us. Still a question mark, though, if he's going to and, and when he's going to uh, be that consistent starter this season. I think it will be at some point this season. Um, I, I know there's been a debate about whether or not he should even start this Saturday at Juve, really, you know, baptism by fire Um, I I wouldn't put money on that uh, but I do hope that it comes relatively soon and like I said I I, I think he's going to be a big signing for us yeah I mean uh, I just just uh, just by me by by the way I'm not sure if you heard the dog bark in the background Phil that means you got to take a grapple shot in Philly Uh, that's a rule it's a rule we have when uh, when the dog barks in the background you have to take a grapple shot so uh, we expect full collaboration on that so uh, no, 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 no lying. Not even on a Wednesday night. No lying, no lying, no cheating. Yeah. So uh, you, 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 you have, you have, you have, uh, you have ten seconds. So just, yeah, just <laughs> go g- gather your stuff. You can, you can take my word for it. Though. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Look, I mean, you, you, you did mention the upcoming match against Juve uh, this this weekend. 
it's I mean it's been pretty much the fixture in Serie A over the past couple of years that, uh, that that you'd mark on your calendar as kind of being between the two top contenders, I guess. Um, what, do, what do you make of the fact that it's coming so soon? Obviously, you know, you, you even said it yourself. Um, first game, you weren't even necessarily expecting a win. What are you expecting out of this game? Um, best case scenario, any any points dropped? I guess for you, were probably probably optimal optimal for you, especially especially with the game being in Torino. Yeah, uh, obviously, best case and what I believe can absolutely happen is a win. Um, I, I I like when we get uh, some of these difficult matches over with early in the season, uh, what I really like is the fact that we're playing away first. Um, uh, would, would it be the biggest deal in the world if, uh, if we lost this one? No. Um, that's a benefit of having it so early in the season. That being said, uh, we don't, we don't want to fall uh, too far behind in the opening rounds. Um, realistically, I, I think going in there and getting a draw is very possible. It's their home opener. Um, you know, this is going to be our second consecutive tough road match. So, you know, I'm not going to say that uh, a, a win is likely, um, but that's what we ought to be aiming for. And, you know, last season we played them fairly early in the season as well. And, you know, things things. Uh, went south really towards the end of the first half, but uh, you know we we started off strong, and I think we need to do that again. And we we can absolutely come away with a point. I think we could win. Um, Sam, what do you have to say about that? I mean, look, I, it'll. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're we're since we're talking about the first week. I mean, you you didn't necessarily have the best game against Padma. They they they. Exactly. I think I think that Ronaldo goal that was that was like what was that like 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 an like, eyebrow like a to- toenail an offside. Eyebrow offside one waxed eyebrow offside yeah. yeah that was that was a little I mean that was a little bit that was a little bit nuts I mean it could have been a two 0 <laughs> game on paper which you know great but I, I look I, I mean it's it's it would it would it would be something if if Napoli were to if were to take points off of us right off the bat I'm you know Phil I'm a Juve fan I'm not sure if I made that clear by by calling Juve us yep. but but um <laughs> yeah I'm 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 a Bianco Nero scum sorry but but yeah I. Uh, I mean, I will say this: if if you guys are gonna have any chance of winning the title, as you predicted on Twitter, uh, then I think you ought to you ought to definitely take some points off of us in uh, certainly one of the two games, potentially even in both facing offs we're gonna have this season. So um, that's 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 kind of my two cents. I really don't. I don't think. I don't think. I don't want to jinx it, you know. But I, I really, I really think you can. I think you can come away with it. As, as they've tended to do in the past couple of years, Napoli have really struggled against us. It was obviously that game that that you guys that you guys won at the end of two seasons ago that uh, put you ahead of Juve um, when Koulibaly well, scored. No, no, very no, we late. were only we were only a point behind. Is that what is that what it was? I'm not sure if you guys think that we were actually ahead of you guys, but yeah, at that point we were only a point behind. Mm, that's it. Yeah, actually, I, I think that's why we, I think that's why Nick was when a drum that Nick was banging a lot back then was. Uh, I mean, there's still a point behind you, man. They're jumping in fountains like it was 2006, uh, which, which, you know. <laughs> well, now wait a minute, wait a minute, and, the, and I guess this is going to be a bit of my uh, my my Twitter personality coming out. Oh, go for the it! That's, that's why it. we have you on here. Go for it. <laughs> the jumping in fountains is what they do in Roma when they get to a Champions League semifinal. Right. They set off the fireworks. True. <laughs> True. And then yeah, yeah, j- j- slim, touché, slim, touché. slim, slim Jim Palotta jumping in a fountain, and then paying on, then paying off officials, making making a donation like he cares about, like he cares about history and and, uh, and, and classic and classic uh, Roman the Roman Empire's uh, architecture. Um, I have uh, I do have one thing to ask you. 
how long do you think it'll be before Aurelio De Laurentiis comes out and complains about the fact that he has to open the season on the road two times, two weeks in a row? Well, so so the best part about that would be, and I'm not putting it past him as as much as I I ultimately am a fan of De Laurentiis. Um, but so am I. But we probably, are probably, we are probably for different reasons. Yeah. Probably for different reasons to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, we just so, we just like commenting on 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 his stuff and everything he says. He has a certain flair to him. That's um, it. I, I'll say this though: it would be awfully ironic if he does it. And again, I don't put it past him. Um, but the reason why it would be ironic is because uh, he actually requested that we start on the road back to back. The San Paolo is still undergoing some renovations, so it was actually a request by the team. Now, what he would more likely complain about um and you'll obviously agree that this is perfectly perfectly reasonable is that the draw was rigged and we got two difficult matches right on the road right back to back so i wouldn't i wouldn't put um, that past him <laughs> which he has done uh, he has done in the past he keeps things interesting um but again i mean listen it, it's tough when you are starting on the road back to back matches against uh rivals you know, Fiorentina, like I said, it, it's uh, it's been a while since we've won there. Um, but it's also, in my opinion, good that we get it out of the way. Yeah. Um, so obviously you, you guys finished in second place last year, which qualified you for the Champions League. Nick wanted to ask you something about uh, about your chances in the in the competition this year because uh, obviously Ancelotti is, is, is quote-unquote Mr. Champions League, right? That's what we always say. Champions see. League specialist. Champions That's League specialist, podcast. Yes. Yeah, so Phil, uh, so we're recording this. It's uh, Wednesday, August 28th. So tomorrow, early tomorrow, here on the East Coast, I believe it's the Champions League draw. So, um, you know, barring any, uh, you know, Napoli participating in any group of deaths or whatever, we're not going to, like, start speculating, like, you know, how tough their group is going to be. Uh, so besides that, what are your expectations uh, for the club in this year's edition of the competition? Yeah, this is always a tough one when you don't know uh, what the group is going to look right. like. But let, let's say let's say that lightning strikes and we don't get a group of death, um, uh, which, again, I'm expecting that we will. But if we don't, I think it would be reasonable if we end up winning the group, um, you know, making it to a quarterfinal. Uh, again, we, we don't know who we would draw in the round of 16. Um, and then we don't even know who we would draw after that. I mean, look, Roma, you know, when they when they went on that run, they had a fairly easy draw in the group. You know, Chelsea and Atletico those, uh, that year, those teams were not that great. Um, they were able to get through the group. And then they got Shakhtar in, in the round of 16. Now, they drew Barcelona. Um, which most people thought that the road ends there, but you never you never know. Um, so could we make it to the quarterfinals? Absolutely. Could, could we theoretically make it to the semis? Yeah. Um, but I think what would be good is if we got over the hurdle of the round of 16. We've had bad luck going out to the eventual champions in the round of 16 uh, a number of seasons. It would be great to get to the quarterfinals, but that's not... I mean, even though that's something that I want to see as a fan, obviously, I want us to progress in Europe. Um, I, I don't I don't see that as one of the main priorities right. this yeah. season. 
Granted, granted, you do have a much deeper team this year. You do have a much deeper squad. I think with a couple of the acquisitions you made, you haven't really seeded any huge any huge players. Besides, I guess the the Awada is the only real concession that I can think Roma, of that yeah. you had to make. But you you got you got Manolas back, and you did lose Albiol. But you know you again Manolas kind of filled in for him. Otherwise. Uh, you know, I think I think it was a pretty productive summer for you guys, especially given the budgetary limits of the fact you were renovating the stadium. And De Laurentiis doesn't necessarily always want to flash the cash. I guess it kind of remains to be seen whether or not you'll get Icardi. And we've been saying this for a while now, but he he would be the. I think him coming or not coming is going to be a huge X factor on whether or not like you guys can compete on on multiple fronts with 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 you know uh, a certain level of conviction. But I mean, just Phil, one, one thing I wanted to just kind of issue as a disclaimer to you is, so now that you've come on this podcast, uh, we've actually, like, you, you will have probably jinxed Napoli, and if you have any, I mean, if, 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 if the past, if, if our if our past, if our past record is anything to uh, to, to go by, uh, anytime we try to predict the future, so like, you'll come on and say you guys might make it to the quarterfinals, semifinals, like, yeah, like, so you're, you just expect, expect you guys to draw, like, like, RB Leipzig, Liverpool, and, uh, and, uh, and, like, Lyon, in uh in uh in, in the group yeah so well, that's- listen that's that's our expectation already <laughs> i mean honestly i i can i can think of maybe one champions league season where we didn't have the group of death that season so you know my my, my expectations are already set for tomorrow i imagine we'll we'll get barcelona um you know i i've always had this fear of us getting galatasaray in the Champions League. Oh, don't even say don't even say there. that club name, man. Well, <laughs> PTSD. It snows there, man. It snows in Turkey. Don't believe what they say. Don't believe what they say in tourist reports. You think Turkey's you think Turkey's a fucking desert? Nah, man. It snows out there. I've seen it with my own two eyes. I've seen it with my own aside two from eyes. aside from the pitch conditions, uh, my, my yeah. thing has always been you know those even when Galatasaray and this is the case now uh, they're not so great, but those crowds are just crazy. And so, you know, it's always been uh, a worry of mine that we would end up drawing them. So I, I expect Barcelona, Galatasaray, and then maybe uh, Red Bull Salzburg, uh, who we played in Europa last season. Right. So. Yeah. Be a lot of it'd be a lot of fun if they did play Galatasaray. Just see all the Napolitani go to uh, Istanbul and just face off, face off with all with all those crazy, with all those psychos. Although I mean I, I'm sure you're afraid to play to play Barcelona as you said, but I mean it, it would be kind of you know I guess you could say Napoli are kind of they're, they're kind of they're kind of getting close to knowing them a little bit now, right? You took that game in, in Miami. That was a, that was a yep. very serious affair. <laughs> so uh, you know they're good, get, get, getting getting experience playing against the big dogs. Uh, but uh, look, I, I mean I, I mentioned Icardi. Um, yeah, so so Phil, I have uh, my last question here for you. So Sam uh, Sam had mentioned Icardi. Uh, Personally, would you welcome him to the club with open arms? He comes you, with baggage. Would you be a bit sketched out? Like, would you like you know be a little bit worried? And you know, what what are your overall sentiments towards him? Uh, you know, p- potentially should joining. You, should Napoli you just in the lock next up three, Wanda? Should you just lock yeah. up Wanda and just like just not let her out the house for nine months? <laughs> well, I, I guess I'll be a bit more professional uh, on the podcast, and I, I won't leave the clowning to yeah. us. I won't. I won't give the uh, nickname uh, on the podcast here uh, that I've that I've coined for Igardi, but um, uh, I'm I'm not personally one of his biggest fans. Uh, listen, you can't deny the talent. You can't deny what he has been able to do over the past couple of seasons, uh, not counting last season. Um, but uh, he just he's such a wild card. 
with his behavior. And the amount of people that will say to me, you know, Phil, what does that matter? What matters is what happens on the pitch. Well, the problem is your behavior, as we learned last season with the guy, can bleed into, you know, the, the, the team's performance on the pitch. And, I mean, totally, and totally. the guy ended up yeah. sitting out half of the season. I mean, totally. He does whatever the club he does whatever the club says he does, the opposite of. It's they, they want him to stay, he wants to leave. They Not want he. him to leave, he wants to stay. <laughs> yeah. He's like I think I think he, I think it's it's borderline. He's like, like a he, misfit he child. Maybe a sociopath. He's just something. a misfit yeah. child. I, so that's why we, I, we could diagnose him all we want here. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun doing it actually. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why I always tell people that I think we would be better off going elsewhere. Listen, if if he comes, he comes. I, I, I welcome anyone that comes to the team, anyone that gives their full effort right. for the shirt. But the problem, the other problem is with Icardi is the fact that if this, if what we are hearing is true, he has been holding out for Juve. Yeah. Yeah, and it would be a bit of a cuck move if he kind of if you get like it would be a bit of a cuck move on 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 his part uh, if he does come to Napoli for that reason I agree. It, it, it's you know okay, you're my backup. Um, I I believe at this point this whole you know threat from Icardi that uh, he's going to either be allowed to go to Juve or you know start for Inter or. He's just going to uh, sit in the stands and, and collect a paycheck. I, I thought that the the last point there was uh, more of a tactic um, that he wouldn't actually be crazy enough to go through with that. Now, and yeah, here know, we are. Maybe, maybe he is, but I think now we might be evaluating in these final days. Listen, I, I, what is he? Tw- I think he's. 24, 25? And he's 26, 26, yeah, 90, okay. 93, okay. yeah, whatever. Cl- yeah, cl- he, close close enough, not, it's okay. We fuck up stats all the time on the pod. So. <laughs> <laughs> he, the, the point is, with how old he is, he's not at the point in his career uh, where he has the luxury of doing that. He, he's not in the twilight of his career. He does that now and spends another uh, four months minimum on the bench I mean, this guy's career could be over. So he might end up coming to Napoli just because he pushed this as far as possible. Inter called this bluff, and now it's, okay, I got to go with who can take me. Well, I guess uh, I guess it, it remains to be seen whether or not uh, whether or not he will come to you guys. But I guess we'll kind of see in this in this last week. Nick has one last thing he wants to say before. No, we well, I, I just wanted to say as a, as a, as a Milan fan, it would be like an all time moment for me personally if he stayed and sat in the stands for four months straight until January just and driving just content nuts. licking my chops waiting for, you know, uh, what, what's Wanda's show called? Uh, Tiki Taka or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just seeing, like, I, I I believe Marotta called in last year and, like, made her cry. Just having Wanda the, rip on the players and uh, say that none of the like, strikers can uh, score. All-time yeah. moment for me would just for him to, would be for him to stay and just see the chaos ensue, honestly. I'd love it too. I mean, <laughs> listen, I think, it's, I think it's known that I, I do not like Inter. I yes. never, never, never have uh, respected them. Um, but uh, uh, you know, all that aside, just as as a rival, who doesn't want to see that? I yeah. love the craziness that 
it's a win-win for you. We're all on the same page yeah. here. It's a win-win. Yeah. Okay. We're all. I think we're all on the same page. Great, here. great. Yeah, let's let's end this amicably before <laughs> before we start before before Phil and I start going at each other. Thank God we're doing this before the UN Napoli game, but not the week after when there's yeah. like some controversial VAR call. You get awarded a penalty at the end. Napoli scream racism and. Uh, now wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait wait wait. Did I I guess you you missed the memo here. This is the season where the referees uh, favor Napoli. So is that why they're going to win the title? As you <laughs> yeah. said, as we well, saw last listen, week, you, you, you got to take what you can get. I mean, a lot of people were going crazy about Merton's diving. And I, I thought once I saw the replay, yeah. obvious that it was a dive. I think I actually, I even tweeted like, you know, if we get away with this, it's yeah. pretty crazy. Um, but listen, you got to, you got to take what you get this season. I, I, I never saw you guys saying, Hey, let's have a do over. So, no, no, no. It's catching up. It's catching up with you guys now. All right. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Remains to be seen. Uh, last, last question before we wrap it up. Before we wrap it up, Phil, do uh, do Napoli play the best football in Europe? Do or the, or the, the most the most beautiful. beautiful? Yeah, the most beautiful football in Europe. Uh, it seems to be what everyone says. I don't. I don't know if that's the case right now under Saudi in, in his uh, last season with us. You can make that argument. I don't. I don't know right now. I don't yeah, know but, that but, we're but Phil, totally clicking. But Phil, Phil, they they play they play they play like they play tiki taka, but like it's 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 like it's like it's like a Barcelona carbon copy. Like if you listen to everyone that's ever, if you listen to like Gary Lineker and and everyone that everyone in England, that's oh I know, yeah, you know when the Champions League comes around, not Napoli play beautiful football. It's, I don't know. It's <laughs> I I think they're the I verdict think is they're out. I think carrying that over from when Saudi was still with the team, they're carrying I, over the rest. I wouldn't say that last season. Um, I wouldn't say that to start this season, but I, I, I do think we'll be clicking soon, and so maybe. But in all honesty, right now, no, I, I wouldn't say we, we play the most beautiful in all of Europe. <laughs> well, but I don't know, but based on based on the evidence that we have to go off of uh, for that one game, neither do you yet under Saudi. So he, he is he is he is still fighting off pneumonia. That's uh, you know a big uh, big uh, big uh, development. I guess that we're gonna have to wait and uh, wait and kind of follow is whether or not uh, whether or not Sadi's on the bench. Have Italian doctors never heard of a case of pneumonia before? We all been seeing these this news that oh like yes. he, he's been out for two weeks with pneumonia. Christ, like what? listen, listen, th- this could this could all be mind games. Mihailovic was on the yeah. bench with with with, with, with leukemia. <laughs> yeah, real warrior. <laughs> right. So I mean. Listen, and, and then we saw just the other day reports coming out that he wants to be on the bench. If he gets the doctors okay, it, if, I, yeah. if I was a betting man, I would yeah. say that he will be there. Yeah, on once Saturday. he reintroduces tobacco I'm, I'm into wondering. his uh, system. Yeah, apparently he's refusing to. He, he, like, if he gets back on the on the touchline this week, he's refusing to stop smoking, which is uh, allegedly uh, angering some of the Juve higher ups. So it's just an all time move. It's yeah. hilarious. Well, maybe maybe this is what it will take to finally get Guardiola to Juve. Maybe, right. maybe. Would you? Can you imagine? This is it. <laughs> this is it, Sam. This is it. This is how it's all. Just like you imagine. Yeah. I had to get. I had to get that final jab. And uh, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is you. You know what Mont I've been saying. You know what I've been saying. Yeah, Montblano. You know what I've been saying. Montblano was right. It's just gonna. Where be, is he? Where has he been? Where has he been with the transfer? I room? literally haven't heard that name in months. I, I mean, it's, it could be in seven years. Montblano's gonna say, "Hey, I called it first, You know. But Montblano I mean, Montblano responded to uh, someone tagged me in a, a, a Juventino from. The city tagged me in a tweet um, saying, "You know, uh, Mamblano, you, you need to come to Philadelphia. You need to meet a Zordi fan, Phil." Okay. Uh, and he actually, we had a bit of, bit of a back and forth. So you know, who knows? No way. He, he could be coming to the cafe soon. Okay. Oh, huge, huge. Stay tuned keep, to this space. Keep us posted. But <laughs> I mean, uh, what, what, the, what the fuck was I gonna say? I, we. we 
that's a pretty good way to ra- to round this up. I think so. But uh, oh, what, what what I was what I've been saying is, I mean, Sadi Sadi is supposed to be the uh, the soft entrance to Guardiola, right? That's what I that's what I've been that's the drum I've been banging anyway. Is he's uh, he's the junkyard guard, uh, Guardiola. He, he's the less the less refined. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it goes back to the point of what everyone in what all the English pundits are saying, right? He is he is a mini Guardiola, right? It's, there you go. I, I could I could definitely see it happening in a season or two. To be to be to be continued, I suppose. Phil, uh, good luck this weekend. Thanks a lot for joining us, man. And uh, it was a real pleasure. Maybe we can uh, maybe we can make this a reoccurring thing. I don't know. Maybe uh, sounds good to me. Yeah, I mean, th- I guess it'll it'll depend on uh, on how well Napoli season goes. And if if if, you, if it goes too well for you guys, then I may not. You know, <laughs> maybe Nick will have to twist my arm to get you guys back on. But uh, we'll I'll have to do an exclusive hey, interview to get, to get you or any Napoli fan back on. But yeah, let's let's go. We we got a new whether, Napoli whether correspondent. Good, good times or bad, I'm still around. So uh, you guys let me know, and I appreciate this. It was a good time, and uh, best of luck. Uh, best of luck going forward to everyone except Sam. Yeah, this season, to be <laughs> I love it. Sorry. I love it. Great, great, good one. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks a lot, Thanks Phil. Azuri fan Phil on Twitter. Get at him. Right. See ya. Thanks again to Azuri Fan Phil for joining us on the pod. Much appreciated. I think we were flowing really nicely there. It was great to have him on. Hopefully, we can get him on another time, boys. That was a lot of fun. Yes, sir. Um, so, in other business, uh, other kind of results that kind of stood out over the weekend. Uh, Milan lost in Gianpaolo's opener 1-0 to Udinese. Yikes. Got zero shots on target. Yikes. I think I, I read some crazy stat that I think it's only happened like three or four times in the past 10 years or something like that. New coach. Same bullshit. Yikes. Milan are back on their bullshit. You know, back uh, back with two Cs and no K. Yikes, B-A-C-C. Man. Back on their bullshit. Uh, it, it, what killed me is like right after the game, because you know, like the, the whole thing was like he's going to change the formation and he's adopted this specific formation right. everywhere he goes. Yeah, just like Montella right? was going to. And, and just, like right, was right after, just like Gattuso was going to bring La Grinta. But right after the game... You know, like, I don't know how real it is. He, you know, some post-game comments got maybe taken out of context or stretched a bit or I don't know what. Allegedly, like, love to see ev- everything everything that was done in preseasons being, like, scrapped and he's thinking of changing formation. Just an absolute tire fire. Just a disaster. Sixth place? I don't know. I don't want to predict anything. I think right if you guys... Fourth place to, would to be, be fair. To fourth be fair, place would be an extraordinary. No, 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 look. To be fair, if you look, feat. if you look at the lineup that was fielded, it was like absurd. Like Borini in the midfield. Uh, this is also just a little point of discussion I would like to have now. Like at what at what point? Like we mentioned this a little bit in the in the Azuri fan Phil interview too with Lozano. You know, like in in soccer, we're so used to like when a new signing comes, like. He can't play right away, you know. Like he has to learn the system, he has to adapt to the league. Listen to me, listen. At what point does like sacrificing, let's say, like a new player that you just received that's you know objectively better than Borini? You could go like Benacer or even like Kessi, who played in the you know Afcon, which is why he technically like wasn't ready. But I'm just saying, like in general, like uh, in all teams with new signings, like at what point do you sacrifice playing like a shittier player? In your lineup, especially like out of position, I think just because he's been there before and not allowing a new transfer, like you know, new transfer. Is that a hypothetical question? No, or? like a, like a because well, that's, that's what happened. Well, like, well, Borini, what kills me is Giancarlo has no 
loyal. Uh, he has no underlying loyalty to Borini. He's never played with him before. It was the first game right. that he ever coached him. Not so loyalty, like he's, but he like. No, but no, you know what I mean. If it was Gattuso, team. Gattuso could say, okay, you know, Gattuso knows uh, how to get the best of him. Whatever, you know. If, you know, like Borini started in the John center. Paul's never coached him, bro. He like, started what? in the center midfield, like absurd, never played there other than the preseason. He's like Chad, uh, Wayne Chad, Rooney. Wayne, Chad, Wayne yeah, Rooney just moved further, further, <laughs> further back into the pit. Like, start as a striker. I once heard someone say Wayne Rooney was so gifted he could have played as a fullback. That's like that's actually it's Borini, wild. except he really does yeah. play as a fullback yeah, now. He does it in so really. basically Borini is better but yeah, than, better so than like, Rooney. That that would be like my only little like uh, like thing to point out. Like it was a very guard. Like Chanoglu played as a regista. This man was supposed to be like a number ten. He's wearing number ten. He's playing as a as a number six. You know, like it's. Like that that's Madness. my you know, like hopefully, you know, if some of the new players could step in and fill in their roles, like I'm not saying anything crazy, but like I would hope that these kinds of performances aren't becoming uh, or won't become too uh, commonplace. But like regardless, you know, even, 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 even with those guys might. even with those guys in the lineup, like still shocking. Like very shocking. I have a sneaky feeling they might I think it's gonna be another I think it's gonna be more of the same. We'll see. I told I said I said last week in the preseason you know, and I'll say I'll say it with the benefit of retrospect. Now, uh, I said in the in the preseason preview last week that I didn't see much changing this year, and nothing seems to have yet. So I'll ride I'll ride those I'll ride one game. I'll ride those coattails until I'm proven wrong. It's also been one game. Uh, the other side of Milan, Conte first game smoked Lecce four 0 It's only Lecce. Let's I mean to be fair, respect to them. They're a Serie A team, but they, I mean they they came up from Serie B last year. But Inter look good, man. Couple bangers in this one. Um, I want to give a shout out to Lapadula who started. My boy, love great, that guy. Which, uh, yeah, fucking bulldog man. I was happy to see. Him. I'm happy to see guy. him starting for a club in City A, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe a bit of a tough season for him. They, he does not. They don't. They do not have. I, I would. I would buy right. his jersey like willingly. It's just not possible. Like it. It does not exist. Is it easy? Like, would it be easier to buy that Kevo Verona jersey that we tried to buy a few months ago on YouTube? <laughs> uh, I, no, probably not. Probably not. But just okay. as hard, probably. Cool. Well, it's it's a home brand, right? It's produced in yeah, an in-house brand. They make their own kit, like like Lecce makes their how kit. Does even, how does that work? Roma did it a couple years ago too. They just held out and they're like, "Fuck this, we have no we have no jersey." Which is just so here. dumb. And, and no jersey. It's makers. just foregone money, which is stupid, especially as like a yeah, as who, who as makes a, the like kit? a team like Lecce? Who makes the, the nunas? That's what I was thinking. They're just sewing in the back. Yeah, they ha- they, that's what I was thinking. They have a bunch of people. They have a bunch of like little little old ladies, little nonna, little nonnas dressed in black that are uh, making focaccia, and then they're switching over to like mending mending kits. That's the only image I could possibly have in my head of how that would work. Reminds Maybe. me of the the Happy Gilmore scene when he goes to vin- visit his grandma, and they're I hope they're, they're, they're doing chores. Yeah, fuck, yeah they're, they're doing, doing chores for the sewing. The caretaker and then no, whatever. remember. <laughs> She's like, my hands hurt. Yeah. I don't give a shit. And then, and then Ben Stiller goes, you want to be on landscaping? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Or he puts her on landscaping. <laughs> it's like 90-year-old woman. Oh, man. The scene. But yeah. Yeah, man. Inter do. Yeah, like it was only Lecce. I have to say, though, like even though Lecce got thrashed 4-0, like uh, they played pretty positively. Like they didn't just go to the San Siro and sit back. I, I I'm I would definitely go out and and you know out of my way to probably watch a few of their games. They 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 look pretty fun to watch, and um, yeah, a couple of bangers. Brozovic scored a really nice goal. Kandreva scored a really nice. I want to give uh, Lukaku opened his account. With Lukaku Inter. did open his account. I want to give a quick hero Stronzo uh, mirror mirror kind of like uh, offsetting offsetting uh, offsetting events here. Hero of the week is uh, Antonio Conte for uh, getting a win in his first game at his new club. Although it's a little painful for me as a UEFA fan to see. 
you know, from a neutral standpoint, he's a hero for me. But uh, Stronzo is all of us, all Italians everywhere, because we're gonna have to see. Because Anto- it's a it's a tournament year. Uh, Antonio Candreva scored, arguably what what may go. Like I wouldn't be surprised if this winds up being the top five, top ten goals of the season candidates in the end of the season. Fucking banger from like probably what was that thirty five, forty yards out, right in the back of the net, top yeah, corner 30, across 35, the goal. Yeah. So uh, we're all Stronzi because we're gonna have to see Antonio Candreva playing for the national no team chance. now in uh, no chance twenty twenty zero chance no zero no. percent. Anto- I'm calling it out. Antonio Conte is gonna get the best out of him. He's gonna wind up zero percent chance. So we're all Stronzi. We're all Stronzi. We're all losing. We're all losing on this. One Zero. and he's gonna score goals too. He's gonna score goals. He's gonna be like it's like the Adair banter. It's gonna con- just gonna continue that we're he'll score, five, he'll score five six goals. I'm telling you, no, I'm telling you, he's gonna he's gonna play for Italy. He's gonna score goals, and we're still gonna no hate chance. it. We're gonna hate it. We're gonna be we're gonna be hating ourselves for it. I'll take like, the complete opposite of that take. <laughs> I can just see it happening too. Um, but yeah, Sensi also in his o- in his opening game. Yes. That was a really nice one, man. Very nice, goal. weaving in and out. So um, you know, one game one game one win for Inter hasn't imploded yet. So. Give it, uh, give it time, I guess. But they look to be getting Alexis Sanchez. They're going to be paying a fuck ton of money for him, though. And as you, as you said, just Nick, a dry loan. You, you had an interesting stat on, on, uh, on, on him, though, uh, and the fact that they got rid of Perisic. Um, well, just, just in general. Oh, you're before, asking? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I'm teeing um, you, I'm teeing you up no, here. I, 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 I mean, I steal enough of your moments here. I'm trying. Yeah, to... I was just expecting it to continue. No, well, we uh, were talking off camera before. No, 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 yeah, or off, like, or off, yeah, off mic. I, I don't know it. I don't know the numbers a hundred percent, but I had come across it on Twitter that uh, apparently. Uh, I don't know how many because Alexis Sanchez maybe played less minutes than Perisic last year, so I'm not sure. Maybe sure, it was certainly like, did. So maybe but, it was yeah. like on a maybe these stats were on like a per minute basis or something. You're not but sure if it was nominal or real. Yeah. So okay, like but. apparently they had very statistically similar seasons, and obviously Alexis Sanchez, even though it's just a dry loan, is going to cost, cost a shit ton more. So it's, and they just got rid of Perisic. So yeah, they're they're probably just hoping that you know maybe he'll find his form. It just feels like money really stupidly spent. Yeah. I don't. I, I think I don't. I don't like this deal at all for them. But I mean, yeah. hey. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. I suppose if it does wind up coming to fruition, but um, it, no. But look, overall, really exciting, really exciting weekend with a lot of high scoring games. It was that Roma game as well. Yes, three three against Genoa. That was a very good game. I, yes. I watched that whole one from front to back, right uh, off the bat too. With under getting a goal wow, like man. ten minutes with like five six. Very minutes good in. goal. Very good so. goal. Yeah, I believe I was spamming the group chat. I was watching that game. And I was, was happy uh, that Monti got was, a goal yeah, too. Yeah, it was tit for you know, tat. It was Roma would score, Genoa would score. Roma I was happy score, Monti got a goal too. Because I again, like the, the whole fa- I'm gonna be bringing, I'm gonna be bringing this up all year, man. Because I I'm kind of starved for a tournament right now since we weren't at the World Cup. But I I want to see Italians doing well. I want to see Italians scoring goals. I want to see Mancini having a lot of dilemmas going on. So you know, it, it's great that it's great that you know, as as, as Moise Keane's in uh, in England not doing very well for Everton his first couple games. You know, it could be a little bit tough as in, at a new club. Obviously, he's in a new country as well, so that's a little bit different. But Pinamonti, new club at Genoa, scored a goal uh, within 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 a half. So he's uh, you know he was very highly touted. He's obviously done very well for the U twenty. So I'd like to see him get as many as possible and make uh, make Mancini's decision a little bit tougher. Another uh, thriller. So. Another thriller was Spal Atalanta. Spal was up two nothing, and they lost three two. Wild. Put me down for a nice little uh, money line bet that Petania is going to be Capocannoniere this season. He's off. Uh, he's off the marks as well. He didn't even, didn't even, didn't even wait, man. Didn't even care. He was playing against his former club. No mercy. Fucking got a nice little backdoor tap in as he's as he's. As he's known to do now, in dangerous positions all the time. Di Francesco, a new signing, scored two, and I believe Muriel scored two goals within I, five minutes. On a real note, on a real note, on a real note, I think Muriel actually could be in the Capo Canonieri title race throughout the season. He, I, I was saying it in the preview, man. 
he he just gets goals in City A teams. It's like he he. I don't know how he did pretty he well on Fiorentina too. For I don't. Short he, spell I don't know season. how he hasn't actually. He did well at Sambi, did well at Udinese. I don't know how he's never moved on to like, honestly, like like a top six English side. I don't know. That's a nuts claim. Bro. I don't think that so. That is an absolutely nuts claim. No. Are you crazy? I feel like Tottenham like. Could. Are you crazy? No, I don't he's, know how. I don't know how tall. Ta- I, I think. I think it's still. I think it could still happen. He's. He's definitely never scored more than like more than fifteen league goals ever. There's no way Alex, that is your worst take, Sam. Stagayale. Oh, Sam, I feel bad for you. He man. goes. He goes Terrible. on these. He goes on these rampages. Bro, bro, I agree. Like he's he's talented, but he I I could guarantee you he's never scored more than like fifteen league goals. I think in he's going to be their X factor in the Champions League too. And I think if they get out of the group or something, I think you could see him gone after a year. Probably gone to England. I'm oh, telling you, man. I'm telling you now. Oh, I'm gonna, why don't we look? I'm disgusted we, with that take. Oh, Sam. Six goals for Fiorentina. You know what it is? Oh, my God. Let's just pull up the numbers. A Hang top on. six sign in England. Let's just pull this up. Oh, I'm going to listen to this tomorrow. Oh, it's going to be edited out of the podcast. Sam can never make himself look this bad. Maybe, maybe I don't know. It's You know, it's maybe, I don't know what it is. It's just, it's just I have this impression of him that he scores like fuck tons of goals like per minute. Maybe you're thinking back to the days when you used to play FIFA 13, you know, uh, 95 pace. Score a lot of goals. Maybe that's what's stuck in your brain. 27 Columbia caps since 2012. Three goals. Yeah. Mingya. I don't know what Luis it is. Luis Muriel. Let's man. get it. Chalk him up there Golden with Destro. boot. Chalk him, with, chalk him up there with Chalk him up there with Destro, man. <laughs> up there with Destro and guys who are going to have monster years. Oh, man. I, I really... No, look, I'm... I'm Sorry. I'll die, on, I'll die on that hill. Do I, it. I think Muriel's going to be up there. I'm telling you. Okay. Immobile is going to oh, have like a good I, year. Ronaldo is going to have another really good year. I'm not obviously. saying that he won't that he won't have a good year in the Serie A this year. I'm just saying like off, he'll, he'll, get, he'll, he'll get 15. <laughs> he'll get close to 20 goals this year. He'll What's get, close? If he gets like 14, you're going to be like, yeah, yeah, close. Nah, close. nah. Like seven, like if he gets like 17 and up is kind of what I'm shooting for here. I'm saying he, he's going to be flirting with he's going to be flirting with 20 goals. As, as anyway, just I think he'll, he'll definitely hit double digits. I don't know how high it'll go, but. Yeah, he's definitely he was definitely one of their uh, more marquee signings. Dude, are we writing say. all these like just wild claims down anywhere? Or do we just that that's we, one just, that I'm not gonna forget. Believe do we, do me. we just write? Do, believe I, I feel me. like we just don't write any of them down. The ones that come believe to fruition, and we just come back on and never. Forget. Uh, also, quick shout out: uh, Brescia won one nil in their first game in the Serie A. So kudos to them. Three points right off the bat. I'm really happy Cali. that look, Donnarumma and Caputo scored in the same weekend for different clubs. Yeah. Beautiful to see Brescia and their, their ascent a couple years ago. Yeah. So, so um, that, that we touched on most of the exciting stuff. Why don't we get to? Why don't we wrap up with uh, some some hero and Stronzo then? I guess. Just so yeah, you said you're here already. I, I, I yeah, I, I I did have another one I wanted to get to. It was a bit, a bit of a more serious one. It's a Stronzo of the week actually. It's uh, the Inter Ultras. I'm oh, not taking a chance yeah. to shit on them for no reason. I don't know how vocal I've been about this on the pod, but I I fucking hate Ultras, man. I hate ultra culture so much. And thugs. No, but I've gone on. I, I don't know if I, I've certainly gone on rants to you. I don't know if I've gone on rants to the pod. But let me just give a little context. This is uh, via Yako, uh, via Jacopo Piotto on uh, Twitter, who pointed out that the Inter Ultras. I'm just going to read it as a quote here. He goes, "So Inter Ultras decided to celebrate the season opener by paying their respects to the defunct Lazio Ultras leader." Who was a fascist, I believe. He goes, yes. He continued, the fascist, racist, drug-dealing criminal that used Anne Frank's image as an insult. I know a lot of Inter fans, none of them would agree with this. Basically, it was just just a a banner that said whatever the guy's name is, Uno di Noi. You know, like, I'm telling you, 
They really they, just they, try they, to mask thuggery you, as passion. You know what it is. They try to mask thuggery you, as passion. You know why I fucking hate. You know, I'm telling. You, I'm saying. I'm saying this now. The game. The game of football would be better without ultra. Fucking city out would be better without ultras. And here's why. Because people only give a shit about the fact that, or people only notice when a fucking flare goes off or a banner goes off, and they say, "Wow, look at this atmosphere! It's Derby Day, baby." Well, you know what? A lot of them don't give a fucking rat's ass about football. A lot of them don't give a shit about anything. They and as you said, as you said, and this has kind of been the the drum that I've been banging again. I think more to you personally, one on one, and I'm using the pod as a platform to say it now. But I, I find they use like football as a platform or as a veil to just let out their anger towards society and other shit. A lot of them are just political, political political rebels that just they just use I, the medium of, yeah. of a stadium to get attention they love it they love when they do something stupid or racist or or uh, ha- have an inflammatory banner I or agree just hit someone you. with a flare and just or just I, I, stab yeah. other they, fans when they hit, Dita, when they hit Dita on the back of the head with a flare yeah. you remember that in one of the Milan derby literally nothing good comes out like there's literally nothing good about I ultra agree with football, you about okay, ultra's I, ethos I agree with you but you could probably you know just play devil's advocate say that there are some ultras that are not like that and just like in any other you know news culture it's, that we live in no but like negative news organized no, 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 fandom, but, though. no but negative organized. news is always gonna be in the forefront compared to like you know the good stuff that the ultras do if they have like a really nice tifo you know dedicating to a player or whatever and but i agree with you like obviously those obnoxious like you know idiots obviously get more attention and uh, it's I feel shitty like that's that they, I'm they you, to, I feel like that's they try to mask their thuggery and stupidity as passion. You know, it's it sucks. But I'm telling you, it, like they're, they're basically all unified in their thuggery. I'm telling you, they're unit like a it's like it's it's a it's a universal ultra brotherhood across between between countries between clubs and shit. It's it's I don't know, it's it's very weird is what it is actually, and it has very little to do with football. So whatever, I just fuck fuck them, fuck uh, fuck all. Where these thrones are? Where these? Th- all right, so. Uh, well, I have my an honorable mention. Um, I'll give it to whoever the f the VAR official was uh, during the Napoli. Uh, Napoli we'll find out in five years when the probe <laughs> when the probe comes. <laughs> that was mine too. Uh, yeah, so that's my. But my my actual stronzo is uh, going to none other than Wanda Icardi for coming out and saying she definitively definitively said that someone high up at Inter. I'm paraphrasing here, but I I, I read the, the you know multiple articles. She said that. Someone high up at Inter told Icardi that we want you to stay. That's what she said. She said a director, and then Stephen, you know, little 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 Stephen Stephen Zhang, Zhang, Stephen Zhang down and, uh, uh, Marotta. They all came out and condemned him. They're like, no one said that. Literally, no one. Yeah, said yeah, yeah. That. Like, <laughs> why are you? What are you saying? You, you know what happened? They came out in the media and said that. And then in a little meeting, and between all of them, they were just they like, I want to find the mole. I want to find the fucking rat. Who's the rat? No, but Who's the they rat? obviously didn't. Nah. They've been taking Conte apparently in his uh, post game presser referred to Icardi as a former inter player like there this is not like uh, a front to like hide what's really going on obviously you, that was not said i'm telling you marota's, so look, just, marota's looking for the rat right now i'm telling you yeah. he's looking for a rat the, it's the, hard the, when you only got the, one working eye the, to, the world the world is pretty to me <laughs> can we ever go like a segment talking about marota without bringing the fact that he has a lazy eye Oh my god! Oh, man. What percent yeah. of the, what percent of the population, uh, Ale, has uh, has that has that syndrome? Can you figure it? Out? Yeah, <laughs> yes, uh, my, begrud- my, my computer, computer died. Pepple Stonzo from playing football yeah. manager. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess I'll just pick the obvious one for me personally is the, the just the poor refereeing or the inconsistency in refereeing yeah. between uh, in the Fiorentina yeah, and Napoli used, game. Get used to it. But it's uh, it's not a uh, hero Stronzo uh, you know section uh, segment without me bringing up a totally different league. So we're going right back to England, uh, and I'm going to have to make it the uh, the EFL slash 
Burry's oh, for, yeah, former owner, sad. rest in peace, Burry. Uh, Steve Dale. Uh, so, if those who don't know, Burry, after 125 years of being a club, are uh, are just no longer uh, that because the the owner, yeah, they went bankrupt. The owner couldn't prove that he had the funds to. Uh, to run the club. Is it Burry actually, Bolton? Burry both, both. Bolton. Bolton got bought out at the yeah, last second. Oh, last shit. minute. At the yeah. crack of dawn, they got yeah. bought out. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I had an interview segment, but I, I don't know if we have the time for me to play it. But uh, qu- essentially, he said, fun. I'm going to quickly summarize what he said. No, you, can, you can play it. It's all good. He yeah. said, I'm not a fan. I didn't know Burry had a team. Uh, he said, this doesn't really bother me because I have no reason to go back. Uh, things like that. Like, just complete complete bullshit that the EFL would even let all the shit that Mike Ashley wishes he could say yeah just nonsense and just ridiculous that the EFL would allow someone like this to buy a team yeah and now or uh, I would even condemn more the the prior owner of of yeah I I guess like I don't know if the EFL could like well they have to they they have to approve it okay so then it's blames on both yeah Yeah, it's sad Uh, so that's it it's really too bad The, the team's been around for over a century and now they you know, have to close up shop pretty much because of an unfit owner. Yeah, so they, they have to. What are they going to Phoenix into the lower divisions type of? No, thing? it's that's, no, that's no. They it. just they done. went into administration. They went bankrupt. They're done now. Finished. But usually, when that happens, they just get Phoenix as a new club. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, well, whatever. I guess yeah, you have maybe to think maybe fresh. someone it's still fresh. It's maybe still, yeah. something is in the works well, anyway, yeah, that we don't know about. You ought to think that that won't last. For yeah, now, that's my stronzo is uh, just someone who does not care about you know the game. Buying yeah. a team and a lot of worthy, a lot of worthy stones. Okay. okay, yeah, I'm gonna care. I'm gonna move into my uh, hero. Do you have another one? We're gonna wrap up with this. This nah, last one. I was gonna, I was gonna say Mihailovic, who, okay, who's, yeah, on, who's on the bench, who's on the bench for Bologna. Yeah, I was gonna say that, that was low hanging fruit, but, but Bologna yeah. tied in their in their opener against. Yeah, that was it. Was it Hellas? Uh, I believe it was Hellas Verona. Yeah, they good, did. Yes, it was. But so uh, yeah, I mean, great to see him on the bench goal from uh, from Sansone, and uh, no, just I mean, he, he was he was there. He said he would be there, uh, even though he's been in the hospital for the past, I think, sixty days. Yeah, he wanted to leukemia, be there. So yeah. good for him. Uh, great to see. Okay, so yeah, shout out to Mihailovic for sure. Stay strong. That's a little hanging fruit though. Um, so my hero of the week, similar to Pepo, it involves a different league, but it involves VAR. Very timely. Okay. And uh, let me let me set a picture here. Let me paint a picture here for you guys, and I'll, I'll show you a video. Yeah, Greece? yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I so, saw oh, you guys this. saw it. Fuck God. So just for for <laughs> listeners that didn't see it, so you know we we've joked on this pod about like what the fuck do these like VAR officials do like. You know, who like are these between, VAR guys? Like, who are they? Like, where they're sitting in a freaking, you know, booth, like, somewhere randomly outside the stadium. You know, in the World Cup, uh, when there was a couple of missed calls that VAR missed, you know, people would, you know, make memes putting, like, freaking movies or, like, porn, like, phone, <laughs> like photoshopped on the screens, like, what the VAR officials are really doing. No one really knows. They're very, very quite, you know, quirky. If you've ever wondered, thing. if you've ever wondered, yeah, no. So, now obviously, you know, now you know, man. You know, they're humans. They have to eat. They get hungry. And, uh, you know, quite clearly, uh, VAR officials in Greek's top flight were very hungry during a game. Uh, the, ca- the camera on the broadcast, I guess, uh, flashed to them in the booth during, you know, I guess some kind of uh, part of the game that required Cre- VAR. to the Greek league for doing that. In Italy, we don't even get to see a visual. Right, exactly. We don't even know right. who it is. We and, don't even uh, know. We don't know if it's, if it's, if it's <laughs> like, spun- like fucking Plankton from SpongeBob's computer wife, Karen, that's exactly. watching over the games. We don't know what's going on. And uh, in this like eight second clip, uh, 
the door opens and you see the light from outside in the VAR booth and a, a hand just comes in and drops takeout Uber Eats or something. Just, I thought Uber Eats was League Earn, but apparently, yeah. uh, apparently, Le- uh, League Dirt. It's, no, it's, it's in Dom- Domino's, Domino's, yeah, Domino's League, is League Dirt. No, and, the, and, uh, Uber Eats, Eats League Dirt. Dirt. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. The, uh, maybe maybe the Greek League should get it. So some some. I guess they call it in England. They call it takeaway. Take yeah, I remember even in Italy when you'd speak when they'd speak English, they'd say takeaway. You want to take away? So so they just, a door opens. Yeah, really? A door opens. Just drops food on the floor, and like all the VAR officials know they're on camera and just start looking to each other like uh, like just a hand because they're watching the game. They see themselves. Like, no, the, so a bald guy just on the all the way on the right hand side by the door looks sees his food getting delivered. Just a hand fucking reaches in reaches into the booth and, 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 and leaves. The all moment is right after it happens he like stares at the screen ahead of him for a minute uh, for a second and then like just looks to his left the, the guy next to him like w- like just cr- like cringe like this just happened while but we again, but, but, no but again this is like a full cycle where like they're watching themselves watching themselves on the screen so like it, anyway it's it, they, they, they again as you said they know they're on camera because they're watching the game when the game cuts away <laughs> to them like the tv broadcast they know that they know they're being seen just as the food fucking it just as the, the room starts smelling tzatziki. So on this mirror article, obviously they're saying this tongue in cheek here. It says it has not been confirmed what type of food the officials had opted for. With some reports, it was souvlaki, just a traditional a, Greek fast food which consists of small pieces of meat and grown vegetables. Wouldn't, wouldn't put a pass Sorry, so are they so uncultured in England? Wouldn't, man? wouldn't they have to explain <laughs> souvlaki as wouldn't, wouldn't small a, pieces of meat with grown vegetables. Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't put a pass if it was just a bag of cash too. <laughs> Uh, po- po- you, why has that not been questioned? <laughs> you know what? You know what? Bag of cash this is delivered. This is genius. In pizza you put boxes. So, you put in it pizza so. Boxes. You, it's so in, in the in the viewer's face that they wouldn't even suspect it. It's like you ask a guy. It's like you ask a guy who's on steroids. Hey, like uh, all time. You, you ask a big guy who's on steroids. Hey, how'd you get so ripped? And the guy goes, Oh yeah, steroids are awesome. Meanwhile, he's really taking steroids. But you, like him, him telling you that is meant to throw you off the scent of the fact that he's really taking steroids. That's what this could be. All time moment. Nick's loading the clip right now. If you All-time haven't, if you moment. haven't, if you haven't seen it, definitely. If we could check fit this out. kind of screen grab into our uh, our Instagram, our Instagram. A uh, little preview, preview there pictures like we, right there. We may have to. Right? <laughs> That's an all-time. This, t- this is this tough radio. This tough radio. Yeah, oh, but, may, uh, all time. You just Google listeners. Google uh, VAR Greece food. Get some. Get those keywords in there. You'll find it and uh, totally worth. Is that a watch. hero or a stronzo? That's hero. That's pure uh, hero. Have you got a stronzo or uh, are we? Yeah, stronzo. I gave it to Wanda Icardi. Oh Listen yes, up, bro. yes, yes, yes. Okay, right. Well, I forget. I mean, how many times has she been the stronzo of the week of this? Point? Again, maybe one of those that we should. Up in the uh, rafters. I guess we'll do this in a year from now. We could do uh, in the dog days of like summer. All timers uh, that are uh, retired. I thought you might put tank. Days. I thought you put you might put Tancredi Palmieri back up there because of no. the, because of the Lukaku penis. Tweet. No. <laughs> no. I think he, in my mind he's in the rafters. I don't think I could ever yeah, dedicate. We, yeah, we we don't even have to bring that up anymore. No. Um, Okay, listeners, get at us on Twitter at Cultural Podcast and on Instagram at Cultural Podcast. On YouTube, we're at The Cultural Podcast. We have stuff coming eventually. We don't know when, but, you know, whatever. Just subscribe to us. And then, How about this? We get to 100 subscribers, then we'll, then we'll drop a second video. Drop, sure. drop a vid on, on there, there. It's out there right now. If we if we, if we we get a little antsy and we decide to drop it beforehand, at least then it's like, you know, we're doing it our, by, our, by our own accord. But if the video doesn't come out and we're not on 100 subs, then fuck you guys that ain't coming out yet there. We have an excuse. Uh, Facebook, The Cultural Podcast, and of course on iTunes and on SoundCloud, also with The Cultural Podcast. Get at us there, subscribe, and rate us if you can. Thanks again for tuning in to the 60th episode. We got a great season lined up. Very excited to keep it rolling. Thanks to Azuri Fan Phil for joining us this week, and we'll see you next week. 
Čau. 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 Tu me rado no nome, tu me rado na vida, quando se preguiça, se bebe na p***.